Welcome to Talk About Talk, episode number 136, Communicating with Precision. And yes, I'm going to make this brief and precise. This is a re-release of one of our top 10 episodes, number 103. And this episode was very popular for two reasons. First of all, it's a nice short 15 minutes. But more importantly, it provides helpful advice to an important challenge faced by many executives that I talk to. Strategies to help you communicate clearly and concisely. Since this episode was originally released, I've had an insight that I've been sharing with some of my coaching clients, and I'm going to share it with you right now. It's something that occurred to me when I was looking back at some of my old email newsletters from Talk About Talk and even old podcast episodes. Here's the thing. Some of these emails and podcasts were way too long. They lacked focus and precision. And I realized in retrospect that I was just trying to be generous with my readers and my listeners. And that is the big insight here. Whether it's written communication or verbal communication, many of us who ramble on are probably just trying to be generous. We want to make sure we're including all of the detail and the information in our responses, in our conversations, or in our coaching, or whatever the context is. But here's the thing. If you're truly a generous communicator, then you do the work to cut and to focus the message. Ironically, the most generous communicators communicate with precision. Got it? Now, go listen to the episode and learn how. You should be precise with your words. Yeah. When I put it in a metaphor of like, yeah, like a butter knife isn't really cutting much. It's a butter knife spreads things. You spread <laughs> peanut butter. You're actually not cutting much. Anything that needs cutting, you get the steak knife out. And then, you know, if I'm getting heart surgery, I, I want that guy to have a scalpel. I want him to be really precise. That's Jill Nicolation, the award-winning CEO of ad agency Juniper Park TVWA. Communicating with precision is something that Jill advocates for her staff and for the award-winning ads that they create. Precision as in cutting to the chase. Cutting, not with a butter knife, not even with a steak knife. We're talking precision with a scalpel. Why would you want to communicate with precision? When we're precise, we're succinct. We're concise. Our message is more clear. It's information that's better understood. It's also recalled more readily, and it's more persuasive. And speaking with precision is so much better than the opposite. Do you know what the opposite is? Well, one of my clients told me that he is an epic storyteller. And I wasn't quite sure whether that was supposed to be a good thing. So he clarified. He told me that he does not communicate with precision. Instead, he has verbal diarrhea. Ew. Greetings and welcome to Talk About Talk, episode number 103, focusing on communicating with precision. Let's do this. Let's talk about talk. I'm your communication coach, Dr. Andrea Wojnicki. Please call me Andrea. Welcome. If you're an ambitious executive with a growth mindset, well, then you're in the right place. Talk About Talk is a multimedia learning resource where you'll find tip sheets, corporate workshops, one-on-one and group coaching, the archive of this bi-weekly podcast, and the free weekly communication skills training newsletter. 
You can access all of these resources on the talkabouttalk.com website. And while you're there, I really hope you'll sign up for the free newsletter. In this episode, number 103, we're focusing on communicating with precision, whether it's verbal or written, and whether it's professional or even personal. Whether you're making a point in a meeting, telling a story at the dinner table, writing an email to a client or to your boss, or yeah, hosting a podcast episode, precision is a good thing. Before we go any further, let me be perfectly clear what we're talking about here. This episode is less about precision as in choosing the right word and more about precision as in being succinct, keeping it brief, as in less is more. Sometimes that's the same thing, but I'm focusing more on brevity and less on vocabulary. Okay? Have you ever heard the quote, If I had more time, I would have written a shorter letter. That quote is commonly referenced when people are not being succinct or they're not being precise, when they include unnecessary details and words. And that is what we're talking about here. And by the way, I looked it up, this quote, if I had more time, I would have written a shorter letter. It's been attributed to Mark Twain, George Bernard Shaw, Voltaire, Blaise Pascal, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, Winston Churchill, Cicero, Benjamin Franklin, and even Bill Clinton, amongst others. I thought you might be interested, so I'm sharing this with you. Even though it might make this episode less precise. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit self-conscious in this episode. Please let me know if I'm rambling. In this episode, you're going to learn two reasons why communicating with precision is such a good thing and three ways, three strategies that you can use to be precise or to avoid verbal diarrhea, as they say. Let's get into this. As always, you don't need to take notes because I do that for you. I summarize everything for you at the end of the episode, and you can always access the printable episode show notes on the talkabouttalk.com website. So, Just keep doing whatever you're doing. This has become a kind of a thing. Let me guess what you're doing. Are you driving? Are you walking? Doing housework? Getting dressed for the day? This is the beauty of listening to podcasts, isn't it? You can just keep doing whatever you're doing. And while you're listening, you don't need to worry about taking notes because I do that for you. (sighs) Are you ready? Okay, let me start with this. The two reasons why we should all seek to communicate with precision are related to one, comprehension, and two, likability. So first, comprehension. A message that's precise, that's focused, like a scalpel, as Jill Nicolation says, is more clear and it's better understood. Compare that to someone who rambles on, taking us down twists and turns, whether they're telling a story or explaining their perspective or whatever. A more focused, precise message is better understood. It's easier to recall, and oftentimes it's more persuasive. Consider the context of giving someone feedback or providing someone with instructions. The more clear or single-focused your message is, the better understood it will be, of course. So, precision improves comprehension. The second reason we should seek to communicate with precision is that if you talk less 
and let others talk more, there are all sorts of benefits. For example, the more precise you are with your answers in a job interview, and the more you let the interviewer talk, the more likely you are to get the job. Of course, I'm not advocating that you answer their questions with one-word answers. Rather, I'm advocating that we avoid meandering off into unrelated topics or unnecessary details. Certainly, when you're in a job interview, you need to make sure that you answer all the questions thoroughly. But you really need to focus on your key message. And you need to make sure that you're providing the interviewer with lots of opportunities to talk. Then you'll be more likely to get the job. Similarly, the less talking you do in a sales pitch, the more you let the prospective consumer or client talk, the more likely you are to make the sale. And even in small talk, research shows that when you encourage others to talk more, they end up liking you more. So those are two very compelling reasons for us to communicate with precision. A more focused, precise message is one, more easily understood or comprehensible, and two, it also makes us more likable. Of course, we all want to be understood and we all want to be liked. But how can we make this happen? I have three strategies for you for how you can communicate with precision. Yes, of course, there are three. One is leverage the power of three. Two is use headlines. And three is repeat yourself. And yes, I'll explain that in a minute. Okay. So the first strategy is to leverage the power of three. I dedicated a whole episode to this topic. It's Talk About Talk episode number 93, and it's definitely one of my favorites. I hope you'll listen to it if you haven't already. Let me briefly summarize. The point here is that whether you're writing a paper, outlining a presentation, creating a meeting agenda, preparing a sales pitch, or even writing a story, you can leverage the power of three. That's three, not five or 10, three. Three main ideas, three subtopics, three characters, or three reasons why. And why is three so powerful, so effective? Well, three is balanced. Think about how a stool with three legs or a tripod with three legs is perfectly balanced. Three is also substantive. It's thorough. Three is convincing. Three can even be a trend. And most importantly, three is precise. It's not overwhelming. Limiting ourselves to three makes it easier to understand and to remember things. So that's the first way that you can improve your precision. Leverage the power of three. The second way that you can improve your precision is to use headlines, whether it's written or verbal communication. A well-considered, precise headline will clarify your message. What exactly do I mean by that? Well, it depends on the context. A great example is if you're writing an email, change the title to match your main point. And early in the email, make sure you tell the reader exactly why you're emailing them. Use a headline. I have a quick story about this, and I've told the story a few times, but it is very relevant here. When I was a doctoral student at Harvard Business School, I was asked to give a presentation to a group of students and faculty where I would share my research. So, of course, I spent hours creating my slides 
and my script. And I was incredibly well prepared. So there I was in front of about 40 students and faculty members and things were going okay. I was about one third of my way through the presentation when one of the senior faculty members seated at the back of the room raised his hand and he said, Andrea, what's your point? I looked at him and I answered him directly. I'll get to that in a minute. He scowled. About 30 seconds later, he raised his hand again. And actually, this time he stood up. Andrea, what's your point? He asked in a very annoyed tone. I respectfully looked him in the eye and I said, I just want to get through my research methodology and then I'll share that with you. He slammed his hand on the desk and he said, no, you need to tell us your punchline now or your audience walks. Whew, I will not forget that as long as I live. Start with the punchline. We don't need foreshadowing. We don't need insinuation. And we definitely do not need suspense. We need a headline, a clear, focused, succinct headline. So use headlines. Now we've covered two of the three ways to communicate with precision. One, leverage the power of threes. And two, use a headline. The third and last way to communicate with precision is to repeat yourself. Yes, I realize this sounds ironic. How can we communicate with precision, be more succinct and focused? By repeating ourselves. Yes. Here's what you do. You tell them what you're going to tell them. Then you tell them. Then you tell them what you told them. And by the way, I do this all the time in these podcasts. I start by telling you what you're going to learn. Then I share the content. Then I summarize. Did you notice that? I tell you what I'm going to tell you. Then I tell you. And then I tell you what I told you. I realize this sounds very repetitive, but think of it this way. You start with a headline, right? Then you share the goods, the content. Then you summarize with the main point. It's clear, it's focused, and it's communicating with precision. Imagine you're writing an email or writing a thought leadership paper, or yeah, giving an academic presentation. You start with the headline or the punchline. No suspense. Get right to it. Then you deliver the goods, maybe leveraging the power of three. Then you summarize with your main message. There's no confusion about your main point. You're clear, focused, and you're communicating with precision. Beautiful. Well, I have to say, it looks like this might be one of the shortest of the over 100 Talk About Talk episodes. I told you I'm feeling a little self-conscious about this. Can you imagine if I started rambling? Nope, not going to happen. I leave you now with the main reasons why we should communicate with precision, comprehension, and likability. That's it. When you communicate with precision, you are understood and you are liked. And then there's the three tactics that you can employ to be more precise. One, leverage the power of threes. Two, use a headline. And three, repeat yourself. I would love to hear how this goes for you, especially if you're one of those people who rambles on with epic stories and unnecessary detail. Which of these three tactics works best for you? I really hope you'll let me know how it goes. 
You can go to the talkabouttalk.com website, click on contact and send me a message there. While you're on the website, I hope you'll sign up for the Talk About Talk newsletter. This is your chance to get free communication skills coaching from me every week in a simple to digest email. Just go to talkabouttalk.com to sign up or email me directly and I'll add you to the list. You can email me anytime at andrea at talkabouttalk.com. Thanks for listening and talk soon.